Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, recorded on location outside in New Zealand with birds in the background. The idea of becoming a craftsperson, right, deliberate practice of a craft, is super fascinating to me, because I've never really thought of myself as a craft person, as a craftsman. I've always thought of that as like the guy who knows how to make knives, or you know, the carpenter, the person who knows how to work with metal. You know, that's what I've always thought of as a craftsperson. But the idea that you can take something and deliberately practice it so it becomes a craft, something that you're really good at, or at least continually improving at, has been really fascinating to me recently. I've, I've been trying to learn how to surf ski, which I won't take the time now, but it, it essentially you're sitting on the on the top of a very, very flippy, very unstable sea kayak might be the best way to think of it, but not one of those big stable ones. Like it's almost like an arrow in the water. Right. And I've noticed that, uh, people who've gotten good at it are incredibly efficient, right? There might be, I mean, they, they may take and it's a little bit unfair, right? They're not only are they stronger than me, but they're using less energy than me. <laughs> so because one paddle stroke by a craftsperson, right, one paddle stroke might be equivalent to 10 of me sort of bashing around with my paddle trying to get anywhere. And so this idea of deliberate, deliberate practice, practicing a craft, and I think it's important, too, when we think about if you're in a job that involves you giving advice. Let's say you're a financial advisor and you've got to explain a complex, uh, a seemingly complex concept to someone. Or you're an attorney. And you know not only do you have to draft the document, you need to help people understand. In fact, I was just talking today with somebody who his sister is a professor and his sister teaches scientists how to communicate because what good would this what good is the science without somebody to effectively communicate it but my point is when you have a technical skill like financial advisor attorney accountant you know, scientist uh, and then on top of it you've got to layer the need to communicate let's not forget practicing that craft is incredibly important and the only way to get better is deliberate practice. I wanted to use that example specifically just because, because I've been through it. The need, you've got the skill here, you really know how to use the spreadsheet. You're awesome at that, but it really frustrates you because you can't explain it to somebody. You're not very good at communicating. And But this applies much more broadly than that, right? It it might be surf skiing, it might be riding your bike, it may be communication, maybe it's the opposite, you're an awesome communicator, but you you don't have any technical skill. Whatever it is, the idea that you can take something and deliberately practice that craft. And some of the things that have helped me a lot is, so A, getting coaching. You know, having somebody from the outside go, oh, Carl, man, if you just move your hands just a little bit to the left, right? Or did you notice that you say, um, a lot in your podcast or that you say right or like a lot in your podcast? I didn't know I was doing that. So I'm working really hard at fixing that because I got coaching. Number two 
is video or audio. So if it has to do with something that can be recorded, again, I'm thinking of like the sports and golfing and all that stuff, but I'm also thinking of communication. Something that can be recorded and you can listen to it, oh man, will you improve quickly if you can get yourself to do it because it's so painful. And just be rest assured you're not alone when you feel that pain of listening to your own voice. Super painful. So coaching, recording, and I guess in general just getting feedback. Feedback in a in a way, like an openness to being better, like a commitment. This is an awesome way to think about it. A commitment to the craft. So the craft becomes separate from you, right? You don't think of yourself as, oh, I didn't do that well. I must not be good. You can sort of point at it over there and say, hey, I'm the craft. I'm in service of the craft, commitment to the craft. So anyway, that's just some thoughts on being a craftsperson. Right on being committed to a craft and the value of deliberate practice. I, I would love to hear from those of you who've developed this. I've heard all sorts of amazing stories. You know, I've heard stories of people who were committed to writing every day, people who were committed to taking a, a picture every day, and after just a short period of time, even just a couple of weeks, they report back that like, I can't believe the first couple of days. So I know the improvement happens rapidly. And it also happens so incrementally day to day that you don't notice it until you look back over a month or a year or a couple years of work. But those of you who've been through that, I would love to hear your stories. Send them to me. If you have any comments, questions about this, send them to me. I love hearing them. And as those of you who've done it, you know I get back to you. Hello at behaviorgap.com. It's hello at behaviorgap.com.